the Movie Jenny podcast, where not only do we react and review films from the IMDb Top 250, but we also do, do films not from the IMDb Top 250. Did you just say doo-doo? Uh, we also doo-doo. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all over it, man. I'm all over it. Of course, I am Daniel Henderson, and with me is, of course, the doo-doo man himself, Mr. Dean Jeffrey. Mate, you're the one who said doo-doo. If yeah, anyone's a doo-doo man, it. it's you, because I'm anti-doo-doo. You pick up the doo-doo. I mean, got to look after your owl. Animals, don't we? I say owl. It's we have separate animals. We don't, <laughs> we don't share pets. <laughs> now I say non top two fifty because obviously with the main premise of the show is uh, focusing on the IMDb top two fifty. Well, we are called the Movie Journey. That's right. Yeah, we used to be. What do we the used IMDb, to be called? IMDb, IMDb Journey. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, we, you know, we've, we've changed. I matured with. We've age. gone somewhere else. I know. We've we- journeyed. Elsewhere. We've, we've ventured on. We, you know, we still do the top 250, but we also do other films not on the top 250 list. Now, we've been doing that every other week, every fortnight, when we're not doing a top 250. We do release the reaction onto our YouTube channel, uh, and we have been dropping the review of these films onto our Patreon. Like it's hot. Dropping them like they're, like yeah, they're hot. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm just not used to you dropping, you know, R&B lyrics. Well, you know me, <laughs> hip-hop lover that I am. Is hip-hop and R&B the same thing? Yeah, R&B slash hip-hop. So, if they're not the same... Sorry, if they are the same thing, why is there a slash there? I never claimed to be an R&B hip-hop aficionado. Maybe uh, maybe some of the listeners out there we can tell us why there's a slash in between. Maybe there is a, like a, a small difference between both of them, but majority of the time they're together like a... Like a Jazz and blues. Punk rock, but there's punk and there's rock. You know what I mean? Pop rock, all that sort of shit. They're sort of blending of different genres. I think rock and pop rock are pretty different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's pop, there's rock, but then there's pop rock. Did you ever have Pop Rocks as a kid? I did. They're good at Pop Rocks. I always like- um, They were good when I was a kid. I think Cadbury do like a, a block of chocolate. What's it called? Marvelous Creations that have like Pop Rocks pop rocks in them that like bubbles away as you eat it. Is this the most we've ever gone off on a tangent? It's like, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> we haven't even spoken about what movie we're doing here. No, the, we do have a couple of films that we're going to be releasing to the mainstream here, the main feed. That we have done a little while ago. The first one which we're doing today is our review of Ocean's Eleven, which we did uh, a little while ago. So we're not going to be going to watch that movie because we've already done this, but we're going to be releasing the review of it right now. So enjoy, everyone. All right, Dean, we just finished watching Ocean's Eleven. We did too. And uh, what a treat it was to watch this film. It was a treat. Yes. Treat of a film, you could say. I did say that. Thank you for copying me. But why don't we get to some trivia, first of all? Yeah, I'll start this one off, shall I? How dare you? What is this? So, this is the hot off the press trivia we have here. <laughs> so, this is the first instalment of the Oceans franchise. Is that you done? It is a remake of the 1960 Rat Pack film of the same name. I- have you seen the 1960 Rat Pack film of the same name, Ando? Yes. Called Oceans 11. I have. I saw it on TV. I also saw it on a TV. I think it was the week before, maybe the day before Ocean's Eleven premiered on TV to watch. Premiered. Uh, yeah, I saw it. I was in Cape Patterson. I remember nothing. Yeah, me neither. Nothing. I remember it film. sucking though. Okay. Okay. I don't remember. I know Sav- Sammy Davis Jr. is in it. That's all I know That's about it. the film. That's it. Frank Sinatra. Okay. Um, I think Dean he- Martin. Okay. They're the Rat Pack, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. 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 Starring George Clooney, Matt Damon, Andy Garcia, Brad Pitt, and Julia Roberts. I'm not going through the rest of them. Can you name anyone else? Don Cheadle. Yep. Uh, Casey Affleck. Bernie Mac. Scott Kahn. Elliot Gould. Carl Reiner. Um, the Amazing Yen. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Did we miss anyone? God. Oh, oh yeah, Linus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Linus. No, no, that's Damon. Um, the other guy, the tech guy. Monk. Liv- 
<laughs> she wasn't Monk. I can't believe you got him mixed up with Tony Shalhoub. I mean, really? Yeah, really. Yeah, they look pretty similar. I don't. Directed by Steven Soderbergh, who has had one Academy Award win for Traffic, mm. the best director, as well as one nomination for best director for Aaron Brockovich, which was in the same year, in 2000. He got nominated twice for best director in the same year. Wow, I imagine that'd be pretty rare. Definitely very rare. I think, I know Ridley Scott for Gladiator was up that same year, and I don't know who the other two were. But uh, yeah, pretty good. He also had one nomination for Best Adapted Screenplay for, I believe, Aaron Brockovich is on the same year. Hmm. Cinematography, also by Steven Soderbergh. However, he went by his alias, Peter Andrews. Why? I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want to be the guy who directed and did the cinematography at the same people time. People love those people. Do they? No. I don't M- know. Music by David Holmes, who does all the ocean films, as well as another film we've done a discussion on, Buffalo Soldiers. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's uh, a good film. Yeah. Steven Soderbergh said that the film was an opportunity to give audiences pleasure from beginning to end. I mean, there are other ways, Stephen. Um, he wanted it- It's never beginning to end with those movies. It's usually just cut to the middle and five minutes later you're done. You know, that's set up. Depends what it is. <laughs> I find it really, you know, like humanizers. Um, he wanted it to be a movie that you just surrender to without embarrassment and without regret. I definitely surrender to those other movies with embarrassment <laughs> five minutes later. <laughs> and Mass- and ma- massive amounts of regret. Of regret. <laughs> uh, Steven Soderbergh didn't want any characters to get seriously hurt in the movie. It's probably the least threatening film I've ever made. That was conscious on my part. Okay. more a- Less threatening than Aaron Brockovich? I mean, the water he- was poisonous, wasn't it? It's true. Lots yeah. of danger with that. Very good. Yeah, very I feel good. like Yen was in some danger with his flips. Yes, but... Uh- he literally hurt his hand. I wonder if that happened in real life and they had to write it in because he actually heard his hand. I don't hand. think so. You have no idea. No, I'll explain later on. Steven Soderbergh originally wanted to shoot the movie in black and white, Hendo. Warner Brothers said he could only do it if he drastically reduced the filming costs, so Soderbergh changed his mind. Okay. That's Why weird. Would, is that because they wouldn't need to hire a cinematographer? It's because less people would see it and they would make less money. <laughs> Johnny Depp was And you being, know that's true. <laughs> that's, yeah, basically. Johnny Depp was being considered for Linus, uh, while Luke and Owen Wilson were in discussions to play the Malloy twins. Well, that would have been good. I think that really would have been yeah. a lot better than Affleck and Khan. Well, I mean, they were fine. But wow. So being wow. a little preview of the Malloy twins there. Yeah, Luke and Owen would have been great. Mainly uh, Owen. However, the Wilson brothers had to vacate due to their commitment to the Royal Tender Arms. Okay. Classic. Yep. Classic. Wes Wilson. Anderson, hook them in. Uh, Mike Myers, Ewan McGregor, Alan Arkin, and Ralph Fiennes were considered for roles, but ended up dropping out. Wow. Thank you for that trivia, Heather. Yeah, I mean, can imagine any of those people in this movie. Right, who would Mike Myers be? Monk. <laughs> Surely. I mean, at this point, he's done the two first Austin Powers films. Who would he be in this? Maybe Linus. Probably Linus. Ugh. Nah, maybe maybe like Scott Kahn. Ewan McGregor probably. Maybe br- Scott Kahn, because lots of costume changes, you know, yelling, maybe arguing in the casino. Harvey and Mike Myers to play those roles. Oh, that'd be brutal. Gross. Ewan McGregor, all right. Probably the Brad Pitt role. Yeah, I'm thinking Brad Pitt. Alan Arkin, obviously, I mean, is, um, you know, Matt Damon. What? Wow. Uh, well, Fines. Andy Garcia, obviously. Yeah, definitely Benedict. Bad guy, for yes. sure. Uh, Bruce Willis was originally cast as Danny Ocean. Blech. Yep. But had to pull out due to scheduling conflicts. What was he doing in uh, uh, 2000, 2001? Surrogates. No. Uh, Unbreakable. It's about that time. The whole nine ten? yards? No, nah, maybe it all could be get closer to 10 at that point. I think it's closer to 10. Yeah. Mm. Probably Unbreakable. Yeah, probably. Joel and Ethan Cohen were considered as replacements for the Wilson brothers. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> but Soderbergh cast Scott Kahn and Casey Affleck and said, why would Joel and Ethan Cohen be actors in this film? That would not be good at all. That's I, weird. Yeah. I don't even... No. That just doesn't make any sense at all. No. Uh, let's see Stunt here. Stunt casting. I thought the Wilson brothers would have been the stunt casting for the no, twins. but they fit twins. They're literally twins. Aren't Joel and Ethan Cohen twins? They could be. I actually don't know. Mark Wahlberg was originally cast as Linus, but left in favour of starring in another remake, Planet of the Apes. So they got Matt Damon instead. Have you seen the remake of Planet of the Apes? Sort of cinema. Loved it. Really? Do you like it now? I actually have rewatched it a few years ago mm-hmm. and watched half of it this year. A few months ago, actually. Why? Because we watched a lot of Planet of the Apes movies. Okay. Um, What's your opinion on it? Yeah, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> Tim Roth's really good in it. I like Tim Roth in it. Have you seen it? No. Nah. Really? Yeah, but I know the ending. I mean, that that means nothing. Yeah. It, it literally has Ape no Abraham Lincoln. It has no tie into the rest of the film. <laughs> All right, Clooney's commitment to Ocean's Eleven forced him to turn down the lead role in Unfaithful. That the one with Richard Gere? Yeah, I mean, you can see Clooney and Gear sort of replacing each other there. Could you see Gear replacing Danny Ocean here? Yeah, good. Get a little pretty woman, you know, going on again? Yeah, yeah, I could. The entire cast worked for less than their usual salaries to bring down the budget. Okay. Wow, good, good, so, uh, good job actors to make more money for so the So the Amazing Yen got producers. paid, you know, 50 bucks instead of 100? Wow. <sighs> I mean... It's- What's, what are you implying here? I mean, actually, I don't think I have the, the trivia here, but this is actually his one and only role. Is it really? Yeah. I don't know the character. I mean, I'm sure he comes back for the other two. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen them. I, I bet he doesn't. You don't think he comes back? You've seen him. But I know, could you, see don't, him. you don't remember shit. If you haven't seen him the last could, three months, I could, you don't see, I could see him not coming back. I, well, and then, like, who, who's the replacement? And I'm sure Ocean's 10 all rocked up on set. And Ocean's didn't, 10? And didn't see him. Prequel. Well, because the Amazing Yen wouldn't be there. <laughs> And they'd, they'd call him and be like, where the fuck you been? Am I right? God damn it, I'm out of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Don Cheadle is uncredited despite having a major role. This is due to a dispute over his billing. Cheadle wanted above the title billing alongside George Clooney, Matt Damon and Brad Pitt. When he was refused, he just refused to be credited at all. He did receive the title billing in Ocean's 12 and Ocean's 13 though. Okay, so what had Cheadle done at this point? And don't say Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Anything else? Isn't isn't his big role Hotel Rwanda? That's 2004. Yep. What else? I don't know. I mean, MCU isn't he yet? Certainly nothing to put him on George Clooney and Brad Pitt level. Matt Damon. What have Matt Damon done? Good Will Hunting. Yeah, Seven Brother Ryan. Yeah. Rounders. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, Talented Mr. Mr. Ripley. Yeah, okay. So, Damon was... Damon's huge. There is a scene in the trailer in which Danny asks the parole board members how much they earn a year. It's a bit rude. (laughs) This was cut from the movie because the director talked to some actual parole board members. They all agreed that if a prospective parolee were to make that comment, he'd be denied parole. Maybe they should have put it in because the charm of Danny Ocean still gets him out. Maybe. Anyway, budget of $85 million and worldwide grossed $450 million. It was the fifth highest grossing film of 2001. Massive. Absolutely massive. But let's look at some scores here, Dean. Rotten Tomatoes critics give this an 83%. It's pretty high. Saying, as fast-paced, witty, and entertaining as it is, star-studded and coolly stylish... Got any Rotten Tomatoes? (laughs) Ocean's Eleven offers a well-seasoned serving of popcorn entertainment. Wow. Rotten Tomatoes audience think it's lower than that, 80%. Which Pretty close. I, I thought the audience would have liked it more than the critics. Metacritic give it a 74. Seems on par for them. Letterbox give it a 3.8. And IMDb have this at 7.7, which is pretty good. Pretty mm. good from old uh, IMDb there. Mm. 
But I'll throw it over to you, good sir. What do you think of Ocean's Eleven? I think this film succeeds in doing everything it sets out to do. And what is that? I think it's set out to offer a well-seasoned serving of popcorn <laughs> entertainment. Good uh, no, I, I honestly think that... I mean, we've heard the quote from Soderbergh there about wanting to please the audience or something like that from beginning to end. And I really think this is just a very fun, entertaining film. Mm-hmm. There's, It's very well edited. Yes. The music is snappy. The actors are all so likeable. The dialogue's witty as all hell. I just think I think everything that they were trying to do works. Okay, that's that's the positives for me. Let's okay. go to you, Hendo. I think much like Mr. Ocean's plan in this movie to get this money, Soderbergh has crafted a very good plan to make a very very entertaining film here. Everything just just clicks. Just wow, you actually click. Just clicks with this movie, man. Like yep. like you said, the all star studded cast here. They all work together so very well. No one steps over each other in this film. There's enough for everyone to do. Especially the obviously the big key players of the eleven. They they don't seem like they're trying to take over the other one. They're all giving each other space. And they See, I, would, well. I would disagree. I think oh, Scott really? Kahn is trying to take <laughs> over Casey Affleck. Just saying. Just perfect acting there. Just I feel like he knew. His, you know, he wasn't he long knew for Affleck was going to be bigger gig. than him in the future. <laughs> uh, look, the script is so fantastic in this film. Like that scene, Really good. That scene with Danny and Tess at the restaurant was, yeah. was quality. The really one that good. I flagged was very, very sharp. They're very, very good. Does he make you laugh? Uh, he doesn't make me cry. The plot is really, really good. The twists and the turns throughout this film. What this movie does is keep you guessing along the way, but it also gives you like things that you think it gives you like hurdles and obstacles that are coming up for each each person and then the thing that they're doing. Like, like thing, what? Things that happen that cause drama later on, like Obviously, they steal the pinch machine thing, which yes. because Linus leaves the van, the amazing Yen gets his hand smashed in the door, which leads him to have to bandage it, which leads to getting stuck in the safe as it's trying to blow up. It's just that, just, that sort of stuff. I just feel like- it's, well, it, it's layers. It goes on top of each other. Yeah. Like this happens, this happens, so this happens, so that it causes drama and conflict later on. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the drama is just like forcibly put in, like Matt Damon getting out. Of the van. Like, why? I don't think anyone would do that in real life. It's because he's not being treated with respect. He's yeah, so being treated that, like a baby and he's had enough. Yeah, so the babies follow, right? No. Do what you're told. Are you saying this is a negative? No, I'm, I'm yeah. Do you want I'm it saying, to just be a straight, saying, smooth sailing all the way through? No, I feel like one of my negatives is it is kind of straight, smooth sailing. You never, ever doubt. You never really doubt no, that they're going to- You're never going to doubt it in the end anyway. Like, you know they're going to get it. Yeah. It's just how they do it and what they have to overcome to get it. And everything goes perfectly on the So would the, you rather heist. it just be absolutely- like Okay, heist perfect. night, everything goes perfectly. No, it doesn't. What doesn't everything go perfectly? goes perfectly. Oh, they ran out of batteries. Come on. They ran out of batteries. Amazing Yen almost got blown up. Almost. And again, Linus had batteries on him. Yeah, very lucky like, to have surely, batteries. Surely if you are thinking of the batteries, you change the batteries instead of just carrying a four pack of double A's. How often are they using that little remote control device for the batteries to run out of it in the first place? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are they practicing that many times? Maybe right? when they bought the remote control, that was those were the batteries that came with it. You know, the, those, those cheap home brand ones. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say, like, there's not a lot other than entertainment to this film. You know, like, it's not trying to be a serious drama. No. There's not really... actually editing for probably 2001, I'd say. There's not really any stakes. Like, they throw in the Tess stuff a lot. But honestly, the way Danny treats Tess is very, like, ah, she'll come over once she sees that, uh, what's his name, Terry is a jackass. You know, it's like, oh, 
What a name for a character, Benedict. Terry. Like he's clearly, clearly Terry. What do you think of Julia Roberts in this film? Fine. Yeah, exactly. she's like, I mean, she's, she's, like she's, no, like all of them. They are all putting in fine performances. Nah, there's I, no great acting in this. They're just it's having charm. fun. No, there's charm with these characters. Are you saying she's not charming? I don't. Th- I think she's very wooden in this film. I think. I think Clooney's a bit. Oh, wooden. I disagree. No, mm. I, I think him and Brad Pitt are uh, swooning with charm in this movie. Brad Pitt's great. Brad Pitt is great in this film. Matt Damon's good, and Andy Garcia is fantastic. Bernie Mac. Oh, Andy Garcia is great. All right, you've uh, made your point now. Run and hide. Run and hide. Did you have a hand in this? <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Mac was good. Uh, yeah, good, got some good comedic timing there. I mean, uh, I, I think, yeah, it was better than good. I think that everyone works well together in this movie. For all, like, everyone has. Except Julia Roberts, apparently. Yeah, because she The only female the character in this film. She doesn't interact with the group. Kind of odd. Maybe not, Hendo. She does not interact with the group. I'm talking so you're about- saying all the guys are really good, but the one female character in this film was was a bit wooden. Is that what you're saying, honestly? Maybe if she Is interacted with the others. Just, yes, maybe she gets yes. better in the other ones. Hmm. Does she get better in the other ones? I feel like, isn't there some bullshit plotline in Ocean's 12? I don't know. Where she looks like the famous actress Julia Roberts. You got me. I got no idea. I think that's what happened. Wow. Really? <laughs> I... I, I think so. Yeah, I have no there's idea. Some, there's some bullshit like that. Uh, all right. Uh, she goes undercover as Julia Roberts. Really? <laughs> I think it's that bad. Wow. Jesus. I, I could be wrong. I, I've only seen it once, but wow. Ocean's 12. So why don't you go ahead and uh, rank the 11? Who's the worst? So the, so the 11 is- Hold on, Are we doing my rankings or yours? Because obviously, if we throw Julia Roberts in, she's your worst. But she's not part of the 11, is she? Not yet. Or is she the 12th? I think she's a 12. No, well, then we don't count her right now. But if we did, we know where you'd put her. Well, maybe if she, we, maybe she ranks higher in Ocean's 12. Maybe she's better in that movie. Hmm. All right, who, who's at the bottom here for who's you? Who's the worst of the 11? Yeah. Worst in regards to what? It, whatever you want. Their, their contribution? Because- Nah, let's not do, go- Do you throw Elliot Gould at the bottom? He paid for it all. We didn't do anything else. Let's- let's. No, I don't think we should go contribution. Okay. I think we go- Enjoyment levels in the film, okay? Because if we're going contribution, Elliot Gould pays for everything. Yeah, okay. All right. Enjoyment in the movie. Okay. Probably Elliot Gould at the bottom. I would disagree. Okay, who's yours? Because Yen. I think that- No. 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 Oh, no. I mean, Yen has one charismatic moment where he goes, where the fuck you been? No. You see him do a couple of backflips here and there. He, he slides into the into the little safe no. thing. That's Elliot good. Gould has that great conversation when they're pitching to him. Yeah, but- Look, oh, how you forget something be, we just the, watched. The worst of the eleven, but doesn't mean that he's not good. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I think, I think I mean, we're doing this on the fly. I mean, like, I'm probably going. No, is Scott Kahn the worst? Scott, I mean, Scott Kahn would be down there. I mean, and Casey you, Affleck. Should you have those two together? If you separate those two, I actually think Casey Affleck is worse than Scott Kahn in this. I don't think Casey Affleck has any sort of additional scene where uh, you get Scott Kahn talk to Carl Reiner or Sol mm. at the meet and greet at least. Mm. That's it. But I probably okay. put the, I probably put Elliot Gould at the bottom, and then I probably put Casey Affleck, and then Scott Kahn. But the Amazing Yen. Nah, Amazing Yen comes after them. <laughs> what? Okay, yeah. so that's four. What about yeah. Saul? I would put him in the bottom half. Uh, Come on. Nah, then I'd put uh, Don Cheadle. Nah, he has no, some no, good I put the tech stuff. guy, tech guy up. Oh, how do we forget him? No, yeah. put him way lower than that. <laughs> what, you put him below I'd, Scott Kahn and that? I'd put him slightly above Scott Kahn and Casey Affleck, but below Elliot Gould on my list. Okay. Uh, right. I've already forgotten your list. So. That's fine. Then yeah. we'll have Saul. Yep. And then you go, I mean, I've, then you go, do you go Damon after that or do you go Bernie Mac? Or do you go Danny I think, Ocean? I think you go, I mean, who else have we missed? Brad Pitt. 
He's so number who, one. Wait. Who Brad Pitt number one? Who have we got left? We've got five? No, we've got four left. Bernie Mac, Don Cheadle. Oh, Don Cheadle, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so five left. And the big three. And the big three. That's five. Yeah. Have we gone through the other six? Yes, we have. Okay. So I, I'm going to go Don Cheadle. Next. I think Don Cheadle next. Then I'd probably go Damon. No, nah, I wouldn't. Then I go Bernie Mac. Then I go Clooney. Then I go Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, book it in. That's that's what it is. You agree? Yeah. So I thought. Nah, close enough. Close enough. <laughs> you don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Andy Garcia is the twelfth. He's in Ocean's no, Twelve. No, he wouldn't. He be the thirteen? Is he the thirteenth? Is he in I, the thirteenth? Yeah, because I know that Al Pacino is the bad guy in that one. So maybe hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. The bad guy? You mean the guy that's getting robbed by criminals is the bad guy? He's the Do you, bad hold guy. Hold on. Do you think Andy Garcia is a bad guy in this film? <laughs> yeah, he's certainly the bad guy. He is not the bad guy. He is. He is. A businessman <laughs> legally going about his business with a nice lady, and suddenly an ex-con. If we, if we find you, and I will his, not turn you over to the and police. <laughs> you know what I will do to you. Oh, yeah. empty fuck threats. You up. He would never do that. I mean, Andy Garcia is getting, you know, he's the good guy in this film. Nah, it's all through Danny. He's a guys. great he manager. He stole this man's wife. Stop. They were divorced. He stole her. Hold on. You, you really don't give uh, Did you not hear any the story? agency in this film. Did you not hear the story? He didn't the Brad steal Pitt her. She has her own, you know, rights. Did you not to hear make the story that Brad Pitt said to Matt what, Damon what stories? about how the guy tried to rip off Andy Garcia, so he bankrupted don't. him. Yeah. And his brother, all the way down to his brother-in-law's business. Yeah. His brother-in-law didn't have anything to do with it. That is a cold-hearted villain. No, you can be cold-hearted and not be a villain, Hendo. This guy's a cold-hearted villain, though. But he's not. He is. He got he his come up when all his money got stolen. He didn't kill anyone, right? Someone tried to rip him off, so he bankrupted Were them. Were you not Seems watching fair. When, when Andy Garcia was like, yeah, I've lost all my money? You're like, yeah, stick it up your ass, Andy Garcia. Like, that poor you deserve Andy that shit. Poor Terry. That's what I was thinking. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dean, what is your rating for Ocean's Eleven? All right, I think it was sharp, witty, enjoyable. Four stars. Yep, an all-star cast firing on all cylinders. Very great, great movie. Four and a half stars for me. Very good, Hendo. All right, that was our review of Ocean's Eleven. Now we do have two more older episodes coming up. And why not start releasing our reviews of the Star Wars saga, Dean? Mm, yeah. Now, if you did enjoy the Ocean's Eleven uh audio that you just heard maybe give us a you know contact us let us know if you want to hear oceans 12 or 13 hendo sure contact us why not let us <laughs> let us know if you want to hear those ones i don't think Hendo's very keen on the sequels i got to be a lot honest. of people to convince us to go see those two films no but next time we put up an episode which won't be in a week we're going to you know smash these three episodes out pretty quickly it will be on the phantom menace now if you haven't seen our reaction to that go over and check out our youtube channel at youtube.com slash the movie journey before we release that lovely review of that Wonderful, wonderful film. Who are you? I don't even know. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much, everyone, for checking out this episode. And we'll see you next time for Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Bye. Bye.